Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Tips and Slip Sports, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 27 27 already holy cow of the talking the line podcast thank you so much for taking a few brief moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful wednesday of bets as per usual before we dive deep into today's action take a few moments to Smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently listening to the Talking the Line podcast on. If you could be so kind and you're enjoying the sound waves that are reverberating off of your eardrums, go ahead and leave us a review. We certainly do appreciate those five stars and a comment if you got the extra second. And last but not least, head on over to this episode's description where you will find the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you can locate all of the TTL crew's content so you can consume it however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers, I am your humble host, Colton Colt45 Sroka. And as per usual as well, it is my pleasure to bring in the co-host of the TTL podcast. My man, my partner in crime, my sidekick, my gambling partner, my business partner, a man that I would take a bullet for, even though he is a Sox fan and a Packers fan, and uh, we disagree on a few topics in between, but I still love him nonetheless. Ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth, the legend, Riley Armax Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? Man, I'm I'm doing, you know, about 2% better after that introduction, but uh, I'm about as speechless as I've been in uh, in this game as we're recording this pod on yeah. uh, Tuesday evening here. Mm. I'm about as speechless as, I, as I've ever been with yeah. uh, tracking these bets, and uh, why yeah. don't you tell these people why? So we turned a corner this past weekend and felt really good about what we were seeing, where we were going. Everything was feeling good, looking good. And uh, we were feeling extremely confident coming into this week. We got smashed through the floor at 1-7 and seven to kick off our Monday. And at the time of recording, we are currently at 0-2 and, and uh, not looking so hot on the rest of the card. So we don't know exactly what it will be. By the time your ears are hearing this, you will know if you follow us on the Action app or bet with us. If you bet with us, our sincerest apologies, but you must know that we are losing our happy asses off as much as you are. If you've been listening to the Talking the Line podcast from the jump, we have told you to stick to your units from day one. We have been able to survive this storm because we have stuck to our units. Now... My partner will attest as I much as I I wasn't even talking about the last two oh, man. days, my man. But you come, is... you come back to this evening or when you're listening to it yesterday evening, Tuesday, at the time of recording, we had the two for two for two for Tuesday parlay. If you played it, it was Penguins minus one and a half and the Los Angeles Angels minus one and a half. Right as we started to record, the Pittsburgh Penguins were up seven to three, I believe it was. At one point in the game, they were up six to nothing. Right before I hit the record button, the Penguins decided to give up, almost give up said lead and win that game seven to six and destroy our two for Tuesday parlay. If that describes to you at all how our betting has gone lately i have no clue what is happening six fucking goals in the third 
period. Yeah. Absolute insanity. I mean, we Absolute didn't watch insanity, it. Man. We didn't watch it because it was over two hours ago. It was over. It was over. And uh, what did they do? Just, you know, fall asleep for the third period? I, I don't mean, know. And then... I don't know what's going on. And the way these bets have been going lately, man, it looks... It, it, it's making us look like we're sitting out here on our thumbs just dishing out picks. And believe you me, ladies and gentlemen, we scan the lines. We scan the stats. We have multiple websites. We use different websites than everybody <laughs> else. We spend hours of our lives on this horse shit. And I know you heard my partner chuckling in the background because it, it, sometimes like this, you just have to laugh and whether you're tuning in to write us or fade us either way we can't blame you at this point but we're going going to keep hammering in picks until we turn this bad boy around i don't know about you partner but i'm gonna keep rocking and rolling and rolling with the punches you gotta have a short memory in this game and uh you know it might take uh the rest of the night to you know get that memory out of my head but good Golly. Yeah, so we'll see where we we'll go from here. Uh, gonna change the energy and the vibes real fast, real quick. <laughs> Get off of that. No more banter. As per usual, we, you know, if you've been hanging around for a while, we save all that for the end of the podcast. So, right now, it is time to cut the bullshit, cut the nonsense, and get ready for Wednesday's Rebound Plays. It is time for everyone's favorite segment of the TTL podcast, and that is the TTL crew's favorite plays of the day. For this Wednesday, April 21st, 2021, coming off of a great holiday season yesterday, partner, and uh, looking absolutely terrific here going into Wednesday. I am uh, ready to get this ship turned around, man. Usually I kick things off. We're going to Flip the juju around, if you will. Yep. Let these people know what we're hammering in for our first damn play of the day to get this thing turned in the right direction. All right, my man. We are headed to the NBA. NBA slate, first slate of the day. We've got a non-conference matchup here. Golden State Warriors versus the Washington Wizards. And we are taking the Golden State Warriors minus two at the time of recording. You know, the Warriors, both these teams are playing well right now, but the Warriors are 5-1 and one ATS over their last six games. They are 6-4 and four ATS as an away favorite on the season. You know, I was looking at their away uh, ATS numbers in general, and I believe they are under 500, but that is because as an away dog, they are, uh, they've been pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. But like I said, as an away favorite, 6-4. and four. Okay. On one day's rest, these teams are Warriors nineteen and thirteen ATS, Wizards seventeen and nineteen ATS. Love it. So love it. Definitely got an edge there for the Warriors. But uh, just on a player level here, Steph Curry is on an MVP level right now. He is averaging <laughs> forty points a game in April, and it's not just a hot streak. He obviously it is a hot streak, but he knows he has to go to that level to not only get them into that top ten and secure a spot at least in the play in uh, playing games. He sees that they have a chance to get in that top eight, potentially, you know, if they get real, real hot, maybe even in that top six, uh, but at the very least that top eight. And uh, these Wizards, like I said, they've been playing well lately, but uh, I think they're running into a buzz saw here in Steph Curry and the Warriors. I can't hammer it out any better than you did right there, my man. You hit every perfect stat, and I'm right with you there on all over Steph. The man is playing out of his mind. I I looked at you before the pod and I said, uh, man, maybe it's about time uh, we're getting pretty close that playoff Steph unlocks himself. And you looked right back at me and uh, said, I think he has. <laughs> yeah, he has. He, uh, I can't remember. It was over 45 the last couple of nights, if not over 40. Mm-hmm. He is just going nuts yeah. right now. Yeah, he is uh, putting in work and uh, telling the team, hop on my back. I got this for us. Yep. Don't worry. So I will 150% ride with that first play coming out of the nba slate golden state warriors minus two and for the second play coming out of the nba slate of course i'm gonna take this one and we are headed to the matchup between the phoenix suns and the philadelphia 76ers tip off and this matchup is actually an early one surprisingly folks because it is played in philly so tip off is at 6 p.m central standard time 
The Suns are 36-21-0 ATS overall this season, and the 76ers are 30-25-2 ATS overall on the season. Suns are 16-9 ATS on the road and 10-8 ATS as a road favorite. 76ers 16-12 ATS at home and 4-0 ATS as a home dog. Now that might say, wow, I should smash in the Sixers in that position, but I think the regression monster is coming right around the corner. Mm -hmm. I actually smashed in the Suns when they were perfect on the road at 5-0 as an away dog uh, in kind of a similar dog situation, and they let me down. The regression monster comes, and I think it's coming right around the corner and in this matchup for the 76ers. On one day rest, pretty similar for these teams, the Suns 22-12 and 12 ATS. 76ers lost a few more, 22-15 and 15 ATS. Non-conference games is where I'm really starting to see some division here. The Suns are 15-8 and 8 ATS in non-conference games, 76ers 12-13 and 13 ATS. The Suns are right on the brink of stealing first place from the Jazz, my friend. Mm-hmm. And that is very, very critical this season, especially with the play-in games, that play-in playoff, the whole deal. They could get the job done if they get on a little bit of a hot streak here to close out the season. So I'm loving them with that. In the last few meetings uh, between Philadelphia and Phoenix, the last five, the Suns are 4-1 and one ATS. And in the last eight in Philadelphia, the Suns are 6-2 and two ATS. Okay. On the season so far, Suns 6-2 and two ATS as a 1-2.5 to two and a half point favorite. So they cover very well in these low favored spots. Sure. Philadelphia 2-2 two and two ATS as a 1-2.5 to two and a half point favorite dog okay so they haven't had a whole lot of these opportunities they've either either been a really big favorite or either uh, somewhere in between with some of the dogs so they haven't had these opportunities the suns have they've been in this spot and they've been able to look been able to cover repeatedly over and over again i honestly think this matchup comes down to defense both sides of the, the defensive side of the ball on both teams are solid solid mm-hmm. solid they've proved it all year long and i think the real difference here comes down to the sun's offense i know that um the 76ers have a solid offense they are great in the paint sometimes they struggle around from three sometimes they struggle a little bit deep you can only depend on Joel Embiid and driving the basketball so much and I think that the Suns definitely will keep that paint locked down and I think that their three ball shooting and their second overall in the league field goal percentage is going to lead them to a victory here tonight my man and a solid cover yeah I'm all over it with you. Uh, I, uh, you know, faded the Suns the other night in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually can't remember if it was in or it in was Milwaukee. in Milwaukee. Was it in Milwaukee? Yep. Milwaukee? Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, but either way, I'm I'm all over it with you. The Suns just know how to get it done right now, and uh, you sure know, the Sixers. Uh, you know, a little bit of a letdown against the Warriors. I think it's going to be another one for them. I think you are 100% right. That is uh, why we're smashing this bad boy in. So one more time for the NBA slate today, the TTL crew's favorite plays coming out of that NBA slate. We are hammering in the Golden State Warriors minus two and the Phoenix Suns minus one, as always, or whatever the best current line. You can find them at on your favorite sports book. Riders or fade us. We're still smashing them in. Mm -hmm. Moving right along, as per usual, I feel like I keep saying that a lot in this pod, but uh, we're just doing a lot of the uh, same old stuff, hammering in some good old bets, because we got some good, good stuff coming around the corner. I can promise you that, kids. But... We are headed to the ice for the second slate of the day for the NHL matchups, and we are taking one pick out of this one today, partner. We have a uh, nice evening matchup, a little bit of a late evening matchup. Going to have to uh, get your nitroglycerin pills in Mm -hmm. before this one, uh, the old puck drops on this one, but I'm going to go ahead and take it. We are headed to the matchup between the Montreal Canadiens and the Edmonton Oilers, and you best believe we are rolling with the Edmonton Oilers money line. The Edmonton Oilers are uh, actually coming fresh off of a victory against these same Canadians, which I'll tell you about here in just a little bit. But these Oilers are 27 and 15 and two overall on the season straight up, but they are 14 and eight straight up at home on the season. Canadians are 19, 15 and nine overall straight up on the season and are an abysmal. Nine, five, and seven on the road straight up this season. Mm. 
I uh, am not buying really the hype that has been all surrounded over the Habs this entire season. This last meeting, as I was saying, right, it's I uh, kicked this bad boy off. The Oilers won four to one. Not to mention that the Canadians are six and fourteen straight up in the last twenty in Edmonton. Yep. Edmonton gets the job done nonstop. This uh, series this season is actually split right down the middle. Or actually, uh, I believe the Canadians have uh, the slight edge 4-2-2 two, two on the season. Yes, they've played uh, f- six times. Uh, Edmonton has won recently. However, and they've only won two. However, Edmonton is the hotter team as of late. They've won four out of their last five games, and they are playing some of the best hockey they've played all season. Canadians have only won two out of their last five, and they're starting to fade, much like a lot of people thought that were watching them at the beginning of the season. The Oilers got themselves in a spot right now to get the second seed in the North Division. The uh, second seed right now is held by the Jets with 57 points, and the Oilers actually have 56 points, so they're not far off at all. The Canadians are in fourth place, but they are 10 points behind or 9 points behind with 47 points. However, they're comfortably in fourth place with Calgary uh, in fifth place with only 41 points. So I think that Edmonton hammers down, they lay the absolute heat tonight and come out really, really strong against um, against these Canadians and these Habs. Again, I just keep coming back to there's just been so much hype built around these Habs all mm-hmm. season, and they just have not, have not lived up to the hype. And one final thing to drive it home is really the injury of Carey Price. Yeah, That concussion really, really hurts the, uh, the Canadians late in the season. He was in the game on uh, Monday. Right, started the first period. Started the first period, played 20 minutes, uh, got injured. I didn't see how it happened. He did have uh, seven shots, seven saves. And then comes in our man who's in net this evening, Jacob Allen, mm-hmm. and or Jake Allen, however you like to call it. He uh, had 28 shots, or yes, 28 shots and had 25 saves, allowed three goals, and then the Oilers also had an empty netter. So it was an absolute beat down the moment Allen stepped in net. Mm-hmm. I think it's a lot of the same this evening. I don't think this Canadians team has a shot in the dark without the uh, help of Carey Price standing on his head for that team in net. And uh, I think it's a lot of the same, same similar kind of recipe going on here tonight as what we saw on Monday, partner. How about you? Yeah, yeah like you said, I think it'd be a different story if Carey Price was 100% go healthy. Right. But uh, with Allen in that, I think it's going to be a bloodbath for the Oilers. 150%. So for the first play coming out, or the only play rather, coming out of the NHL slate, the TTL crew's favorite NHL play of the day is the Edmonton Oilers, Edmonton Oilers money line. Lock that bad boy in on whatever the current best line you can find it at on your favorite sports book. And for the favorite uh, final slate of the day, we are headed to the MLB slate. That's right. Lace up your cleats, get out the pine tar, and get ready to crank some dingers. Partner, you got this first one. What are we uh, hammering in out of the MLB slate today? All right, we got a couple of a uh, couple of afternoon actions going on here. We are taking the Cardinals versus the Nationals, and we are taking the Nationals first five mm-hmm. minus a half. Uh, the Cardinals will be throwing out Carlos Martinez versus the Nats. Max Scherzer, big bad Max Scherzer. Mm-hmm. It's a mouthful to say. Martinez is struggling out of the gates here. Uh, and I don't just mean the season. I'm talking about in his starts as well. Uh, he's allowed at least three runs in each of his first three starts. The last two were within that five inning, uh, five inning line. And uh, Martinez has actually got a five, at least a five ERA in Nationals Park. And that's where this game will be played at here, Nationals Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my man Max Scherzer just needed one start this season to get himself comfortable. In his uh, previous two starts, over 13 innings pitch, he has given up five hits, only one earned runs, and 15 Ks. And oh, that yeah. is not against any old scrub lineups. One oh, of those yeah. lineups is the L.A. Dodgers. 
I love the Nationals in this spot. I love Max Scherzer in this spot. I wouldn't be shocked if he shuts them out, goes at mm-hmm. least seven innings. We don't need him to go seven innings. We just need him to go five real strong innings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and honestly, I just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not trusting Carlos Martinez in this spot. No, he's gotten touched up a lot this season. He's not a reliable pitcher yet. You can't uh, right. you can't bank on him, especially the first five innings of a game. Right. Uh, yeah, like I said, first uh, or most two two most recent starts he's given up uh at least a few runs here in the first five minutes so love these nationals early on lock that one in nationals first five spread minus a half partner you're gonna keep it rolling here aren't you you got this second play coming out of the mlb slate lay it on him what we got pal all right we're rocking over to the american league the Texas Rangers versus the LA Angels. Mm. And we are taking the over eight and a half runs. You've got Fulty Newix. Fulty Newix. Hey, that's a mouthful. Yeah, I don't one, even know man. how to say You're it. Man. Me the hard one. Uh, <laughs> Taking the mound for the Rangers versus Jose Quintana for the Angels. Both these guys have been struggling so far this year. Uh, neither one can keep the other team, their opposing team, off the scoreboard. Quintana has uh, used to be one of my favorite pitchers in the game. Used mm. to be a uh, ace for the White Sox. That does not appear to be the case anymore. No, it wasn't the same for the Cubbies either. Right. <laughs> uh, so, like I said, both these guys are struggling. The Angels at home have gone five and three to the over. On the road, the Texas Rangers have gone five, two, and one to the over on the road. I love this game to be really, really high scoring. I think I think both of these guys get shelled, if not at least one of them getting absolutely completely shelled. What about you, Bart? I uh, would have to agree with you there, man. Uh, one other thing, you stole my thunder on those home road splits. I really uh, was going to smash that uh-huh. one in, but uh, was able to find the underdog and favorite splits for over-under. Texas as an underdog, 7-7-1 seven, seven, over-under record. And as a favorite, the Angels are 6-3 and three over-under uh-huh. on the season. So I uh, like that trend, backing it up there as well, my man. Yeah, definitely. First play, or second play, sorry about that. Uh, we are taking the Texas Rangers versus Los Angeles Angels game total over 8.5. And, and for the third play on today's MLB slate for TTL, the TTL Crew's favorite, third and final favorite MLB play of the day, We are headed to the matchup between the Atlanta Braves and the New York Yankees. We uh, had a little bit of rough luck uh, in this one yesterday evening. So we're not going to go for the full game. We're not Mm going to get wild. We're not going to get crazy. But we still believe that this Braves team is the better team, especially with the matchup that we are going to be seeing today. So without further ado, we are taking the Braves' first five money line hammer that bad boy in and let me tell you why first things first we got ian anderson versus Corey kluber facing off here anderson obviously for the braves kluber for the yanks kluber has not looked himself at all this season my man every inning it seems like he comes out and sits in the uh, dugout and is so puzzled as to how he even made it through those three outs right it has not looked good uh, so far on the season he has. Um, he hasn't made it through five innings. He hasn't I don't know made, if that's no. what you're going to say. But yeah. he hasn't. <laughs> I, I was getting along there, but yeah, yeah, he hasn't made it through five innings through two matchups. He's only been through six and a third. How many? He's had three starts. Hasn't, three starts. What was his uh, third start? Uh, he's got three starts. All of them. Um, most innings he's pitched is four innings. Uh, two against the Blue Jays. One against the Tampa Bay Rays. And uh, he's given up at least five hits in every single one of them. Okay, I'm only showing two here. So, uh, yeah, I got the one against Toronto and the one against Tampa Bay. Uh, Either way, yeah, not uh, looking great for Kluber at all this season. Ian Anderson, on the flip side of that coin, is not doing too shabby. He's got a little bit of a high ERA, but that's because of a couple slugfests. uh, One against Philadelphia, where they won 5-4, and then one against Miami, where they won 7-6. He has allowed 15 hits on the season, but has a beautiful 19 strikeouts. Has also allowed eight earned runs so far, but again, that was in some of those slugfest matchups. And he only has seven walks on the season, has only allowed three home runs and did not allow 
a home run in his last matchup where it was a huge victory, uh, 7-6 over the Marlins, as I was mentioning. I think that uh, Anderson being on the mound really makes a difference for the Braves in this matchup, and not just because of his prowess and how he's looked so far this season, but it's the New York kid coming in to pitch in Yankee Stadium, my friend. He finally gets to realize the dream. I'm not sure if Anderson's ever pitched in Yankee Stadium. I'm sure he has. He's uh, actually only 22, so he, he, I would I'm not, not be surprised I'm, if he has I wouldn't be surprised. So if not, that's even more to the story. The New Yorker kid coming into the Yanks' house, and he's going to shut them down and make them look goofy in the first five. I absolutely love him coming back and... What else you got for me, my man? He actually did pitch. Uh, actually, it was not at Yankee Stadium. He pitched against the Yankees last year, six innings, one hit, one run. Okay, so he gets his opportunity to relive that exact performance, a very solid performance, mm-hmm. and do it at Yankee Stadium in his home state of New York. One final stat to hammer it home for you. In the first five innings this season, runs per game, for the Atlanta Braves, 2.8 runs per first five innings, and their last three at the time of recording, 3.67 runs per five, and on the road, 2.33 runs per five innings, and the New York Yankees, 2.3, 2.13 runs per five innings um, overall on this season. One run in their last three per five innings, per first five innings at the time of recording, and at home, 2.11 runs per five, first five innings at home. You know, I like uh, any edge you can get there. I see of enough of a split there, and Atlanta's been really solid. They're actually seventh in the MLB, or um, yeah, they're seventh in the MLB right now in first five uh, runs per game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they continue that streak rocking and rolling. Um, I I don't know necessarily that it's going to be very early. It might be a little bit of a sweater down to the oh, fourth, fourth or even action. fifth yeah. inning. Mm-hmm. But uh, th- these uh, this has been a tight matchup so far between these teams. But I definitely see the Braves coming up on top here in the first five. Yeah, I think Anderson lights it up today. Yeah, absolutely. It definitely comes down to the pitching matchup here again for us in this, uh, in this pick. So one last time while I'm here, I'm just going to go ahead and bring it full circle all the way around to the top. Get out your pens. Get out your paper. Get out your mobile device and your sportsbook app and get ready to smash these bad boys in. I'm going hyperspeed. I'm not slowing down and I'm not stopping. So get ready now. Or if you're not, you can always hit that rewind button. For the TTL Crew's favorite plays for this Wednesday, April 21st, 2021, we are taking the Golden State Warriors minus two, the Phoenix Suns minus one, the Edmonton Oilers money line. The Washington Nationals' first five spread of minus a half. The Texas Rangers versus Los Angeles Angels game total over eight and a half. And the Atlanta Braves' first five money line. Hammer those bad boys in. Sprinkle a little dough down. Lock them home at whatever the current best line you can find them at on your favorite sports book. And let's turn this damn ship around, get ready to run those tickets to the window, and we ain't going to accept anything less than victory this evening. Yes, sir. And what better day to get things turned around than with our favorite special play? Oh, you don't say. Our favorite special play, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's coming back. It is here to stay. We brought it back last week, and we have had so much success with it, we're not putting it in the closet anymore we absolutely love this play it's our baby it's our darling it's our crown jewel since he loves it so much i'm gonna go ahead and let my partner hammer this one home for the second segment of the ttl podcast episode number 27 that is our wednesday warrior special play what do we got partner well my man you uh concluded our mlb slate with a little atlanta new york action mm. and we actually uh, are gonna stick with those same cities here oh really or the nba really we've got the atlanta hawks going to madison square garden to face the red hot new york knicks red hot and whatever facet of the imagination you want to call it wins straight up 
ATS. It doesn't matter. They're taking care of business, and we are taking the Knicks minus one and a half at the time of recording. Like I said, it doesn't matter which way you spin it. The Knicks are red hot right now. Mm. Uh, their ATS numbers this season are off the charts. They are, I believe they are top three in the NBA ATS. Their home numbers are fantastic. But I'll keep it. Uh, I'll keep it specific to recent here. Knicks are five and zero ATS. Last five games on no rest. They took care of business last night. Yes, they did. I uh, had all of them, and you had the Hornets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they are four and zero ATS. Last four versus a team with a winning straight up record. Yes, sir. On the flip side, the Hawks are one and five ATS. Their last six games versus a team with a winning record. So what that says to me, huh, the Knicks are getting it done against uh, even the good teams. Hawks are only getting it done against the teams that they're supposed to beat. Absolutely. In this matchup specifically, the Knicks are 5-0-1 ATS over their last six meetings. And the Knicks have won both meetings this year. Bad matchup for the Hawks. Knicks defense is the perfect recipe to slow them down. And, uh, you know, the Knicks offense themselves right now isn't doing to uh you know isn't doing too shabby themselves they're getting it done getting it done uh as much as they need to uh given the defense that they have that stingy stingy defense that they have Mm, right so uh you know with this tight spread part of the reason why i faded them yesterday against the hornets it was plus six when i scooped it up Mm -hmm. i thought the knicks were gonna win i just thought it was gonna be an even closer matchup it was not they uh it was tight the entire game high entire game but they pulled away pulled away for sure who Either way, man, in case you didn't know, Wednesday Warrior is a play or a team that has consistently battled to cover their spread in whatever position. My partner was throwing out some 5-0, and some 0-5, some 5-0-1, some solid, mm-hmm. solid trends over there. And that's why the Knicks are R, they're the Knicks minus one and a half, or whatever the current best line you can find them at, on your favorite sports book, is our Wednesday Warrior favorite play of the day. Ten straight covers, my man. They are on fire i don't yeah. even know if that that's an accurate description of the, the the type of basketball the knicks are playing right now they can go down by 10 come all the way back and win it by 12 they're great on the defensive side of the ball as everybody knows throughout the entire season my friend they have been able to hold that number one defensive ranking in points per game allowed field goal percent allowed and three-point field goal percent allowed the Hawks may have a solid, young, good core of players, but they just don't score the ball well enough to go up against this defense. And especially how you mentioned that the Knicks are finally starting to turn around their offense. I think this is all over, but the crying for the Hawks tonight, my friend. Yeah. Lock it in. Lock it in. The TTL Cruise Wednesday Warrior favorite play of the day. We are taking the New York Knicks minus one and a half or whatever the current best line you can find them at on your favorite sports book. One more time, the Wednesday Warrior, New York Knicks, minus one and a half. And that does it for our favorite plays and our special play of the day. If you are a frequenter of the TTL podcast, you know we are about to... uh, turn a little bit of a corner here if you are new to the podcast thank you so much for joining us it is time to switch gears and drop it on down back into first and slow the pace down a little Mm -hmm. bit here we cook through those plays we give you nothing but cold hard facts trends stats and opinions we uh, really hope today is the day that uh, we turn it around on hump day on wednesday ready to rock and roll we are getting some good energy, good vibe out right now. Mm-hmm. It is Tuesday evening. We are recording this, but you are listening this Wednesday morning, and we are getting that energy rolling, my man. Yeah, 100%. I'm not, uh, I'm not taking an L for an answer this evening. No, we're not. I'm not doing it. You know, I, uh, as we're, you know, just to get off on a little tangent, I think I still have a chance personally to get out positive myself. So, Oh, before we do, let on me Tuesday, wrap up uh, my beginning thought, but uh, we're dropping it down into first gear and uh, just some light banter. We talk about some sports news stuff going on, maybe some betting, might uh, talk about what you're seeing upcoming on the pods this week, and uh, some general TTL news, whatever we might stumble upon uh, within the next 15 to 30 minutes. We'll see what we find along the way. 
But go on ahead. You might uh, you might get positive here, partner. What's what's I got going a chance. on? I got a chance. Uh, we'll see. Trying yeah. to stay optimistic. One of our plays, Diamondbacks, are uh, battling back. They're up five to four in the eighth inning. Okay. Uh, and then we got some NBA reaction rolling on the pipe here. I okay. got the. Uh, I uh, faded you. You took the Kings. I took the Wolves. How's that looking? I think it's early on still, but mm-hmm. uh, rode with you on the Clippers. I caught a uh, minus four <laughs> and a half line uh, compared to your minus eight and a half yeah. last night. But yeah. uh, hey, maybe we'll both cash. Who knows? Hey, we'll see. I think they still win by 10, even with Kawhi out. Uh, you heard that here first. This is Tuesday evening. I'm saying that. So that would be really freaking sweet. Yep. Uh, while we're on the topic NBA, how about some uh, ATS trends as we're closing out the season ever so quickly right now? Uh, away teams ATS are 444, 408, and 7. Favorites ATS are 433, 419, and 7, my man. And away dogs away dogs are the spot this year so far 253 242 and three and home favorites have also uh, been the spot or I, i'm sorry uh home dogs and home favorites have not been so solid away favorites have actually been solid 191 166 and four so a little bit of uh some solid trends built up here at the end of the season. Some Something for you to uh, keep in mind as you're uh, hammering in some bets here. Right. You know, you can't just shoot from the hip. Oh, Blazers, they're awesome. Mm. Got to take them. No, yeah. You got you to gotta dig a little deeper. Yeah. Dig a little deeper. And again, revisiting that from the beginning of the pod, we don't just look at the surface level as a fan and say, oh, hey, this team is good. They should definitely be able to cover this spread. Right. We do the work, we do the research, and we could give you so much more information, insights, stats, analysis, trends, but we cram the most important ones that we think we find into those plays Mm -hmm. and give them to you. I mean, we don't just come out here and shoot in the dark. I mean, we're professionals about this, and we we take our time, and Mm we, we, I mean, it is as baffling it's probably more baffling to us than it is to you guys you guys are probably like ah, a couple of rookies goofy asses and i'm telling you what i am beyond puzzled my man yeah I, after that <laughs> i'm still speechless Jeez. after our uh you know six nothing uh lead vanished to seven six to blow a, a minus one and a half I'm 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 still speechless. I yeah. don't even know what to say about I don't, it. I don't know how to even <laughs> uh how to even come back from that one at all. That is uh that's absolutely terrible. I man oh man, that one just uh that stings in a a whole new way. Like that's that I, I can't imagine having a worse NHL beat in the rest of my life. No. I don't think I, uh, I don't think it will be able to be matched. I don't think it will ever be able to be matched, my friend. Uh, yeah, so kind of on the uh, topic of hop- hockey there as well. We got some uh, playoff, Season's winding playoff down. starting to shape up here. Kind of touched on it on the hockey play today. It's uh, honestly kind of like that on uh, a lot of the divisions right now. Kind of going back and forth for the top three spots. And then uh, fourth spot and fifth spot are jockeying back and forth for some type of uh, cementing themselves in first place second place or uh third or fourth to at least get in the playoffs yeah we got some good races especially with this new this new um system system standard whatever the heck you want to call it for the playoffs now top four in uh, every division get in so that should be pretty interesting to see we got uh canes in first place in the central we got the caps in first place in the east the vegas golden knights in first place in the west and the leafs in first place in the north uh all of those teams are playing incredible hockey right now have a very very solid shot to uh take it deep into the playoffs and uh they also have a lot of teams close on their tails so they're gonna have to uh keep up the solid play here into the end of the season yeah 100 percent i'm uh I'm uh, I'm liking the avalanche chances this year. Just to go off the cuff here, yeah, to go deep, yeah, man. You think so? I do. I don't know if they'll. Uh, do you think that they'll? Yeah, I don't know if they'll lose their positioning at all. If there's any opportunity for them to lose their positioning, I don't think they will with this COVID layoff at all. I don't think they can 
lose any type of positioning, right? What do you mean? Just like as far oh, as oh, standings wise, standings wise, yeah. Oh, I, I mean, mean they they're two points behind Vegas for first place in the division. But yeah, and I briefly looked. I mean, Minnesota's got fifty nine to their yeah. sixty four, and then the Coyotes are so far behind; it's so, not yeah, even yeah, funny. Yeah. So, I mean, they should theoretically easily make the playoffs even with mission missing this long stretch here at the end of the season oh yeah they're they're not gonna miss the playoffs no i don't think so and yeah the avalanche were playing really really solid before mm-hmm. they got hit by the old covid monsters so i like that early prediction they'll, they'll roll it back in i wonder i uh, wonder if there's any early lines out for the uh nhl or stanley cup stanley cup champion. odds oh there yeah. certainly is certainly is I you believe uh, uh i believe vegas might be the favorite i could be wrong hey, about if you that. if you got just a quick half a second of some filler right here i'll tell you what it is you got anything uh i mean shit our blackhawks are uh they've had about every chance in the world to try and scrap into the playoffs but uh not working out so far right now they no, keep that losing. is funny they that's where you took that <laughs> uh it was the first thing that popped on my screen they i mean they're four suck. points they're four points out of the playoffs they keep yeah. having chances against the predators and stars the teams they need to beat and they keep and losing. they just yeah they just keep losing it's terrible you want to know something funny as shit my man huh. you want to know who the favorites are right now to win the stanley cup who is that the colorado avalanche at plus 400 you think I'm just uh, <laughs> spitting shit out of my asshole? <laughs> Those uh, Vegas Golden Knights you mentioned are plus 750, uh, third overall to win the Stanley Cup right now on FanDuel Sportsbook. Tampa Bay Lightning coming in in second place okay. right now in the odds, plus 600. Might as well just round out the top five. Number four, Toronto Maple Leafs at plus 800. And the Carolina Hurricanes coming in at 11 to 1 odds, plus 1100 uh, to win the Stanley Cup. You know, all the other teams are kind of a toss-up. You got uh, Bruins, Islanders, Caps, Oilers, Panthers, Wild, Gwens to round out your top 10, top 11 there. So, Man, I mean, Hurricanes and Panthers, mm. they're, uh, you know, they're only one point off of Vegas for the most points in the right. league. That, I mean, right. those are just you, look, just you reading off those odds. I'm like, okay, they're just, uh, you know, not giving Carolina and Florida as much love because they're smaller markets, you know, mm. the general public that maybe either they – you know, are casual hockey fans or barely watch much hockey at all, but they kind of follow it. They're, you know, they're just going to overlook those two teams. But I, I would venture a guess and say at least one of those teams is going to end up in the final four. I think so as well. There is uh, there's some interesting implications shaping up here as we close out the season. I think it is going to be a very, very enjoyable Stanley Cup to watch, if I do say so myself. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so we got uh, got that to think about and worry about with some NHL. We touched on some NBA. We got that rocking and rolling. No major huge news other than James Harden major setback out yeah. indefinitely, my man. That fucking kills the Nets right now. You know, I will say it. I, I told you before we recorded I was going to say it. I wasn't going to say it, but I'm saying it right now. The Nets are getting bounced in the first round of the playoffs. That is such a scorching hot take. I know it is a scorching hot take. Who are they going to lose to? I, I, I don't know yet. I haven't seen the seedings. I haven't seen anything happen. But You think they're going to lose to Miami, Charlotte, Indiana, I, Chicago? I, yeah, hey, maybe, man. Those are some sneaky-ass teams. We'll see what happens. All I'm saying is that I think they get bounced in the first round. I think with all the... Oh, Kyrie taking personal days, this and that, KD fragile as all can be who knows really how healthy he's going to be yeah of course they'll handle him with kid gloves for the rest of the season but who knows how healthy he's going to be come playoff time and it takes one little bump to get his happy ass right back on the bench once again Kyrie can't do it all by himself and he's not traditionally been the best 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 player in the playoffs when he's had the opportunity so Hate it, love it. That's my hot take, man. I I really don't think that. Uh, and, and, okay, even if they do get past the first round, they ain't getting much farther than that, my friend. Uh, they ain't getting much farther than that. I think they're just playing games as far as keeping these guys rested for the playoffs. That's and what I think. Maybe I think maybe. they're uh, that, to f- completely turn on you. They're my pick to not win the finals, but they're my <laughs> pick to get out of the Eastern Conference. Oh shit. <laughs> Because a, I mean, like if if Katie and James Harden aren't okay, then I can uh, entertain what you're talking about mm-hmm. here. If even mm-hmm. one of them is in there, they're gonna roll. You know, Nets in five first round. I don't care who it is. And then uh, you know, beyond that, I guess 
you know, shit. I mean, there are some sneaky teams in the East, but still. Some sneaky teams and the Nets can't afford not to play defense in the playoffs. And they still haven't proven it yet that they can. Ah. If, uh, I, they if, still have it. If the guys are healthy, which I, you know, sounds concerning right now. Like I said, I think they're just playing some games as far as keeping these guys rested. Fingers crossed and toes over there. Uh, but like I said, <laughs> I got the Nets in the finals. Nets in the finals. Okay, my man, that is uh, that's a pretty uh, pretty bold move there, Cotton. You're. Uh, I don't think it is. Okay. I All think right. you saying them being in the first is round move. is. Uh, hey. with, if we were famous, Hater that would, would love set it to the Twitter versus a blade. <laughs> yes, it would. And I would love every minute of it. Speaking and if of, it uh, uh, does set it ablaze with our loyal fan base right now, let me have it. Come on. <laughs> give it to me. I'm waiting. Locked and loaded. Give me all of it. Uh, but speaking of... Speaking of setting the Twitter world ablaze, Skip Bayless this morning on... Skip. Uh, on... Uh, Skip. Oh, Undisputed. I was blanking on the name. Oh, Skip. You know... <laughs> He, I don't, I, I, we weren't watching. I, we, it was just clips on, uh, on, I actually, on Twitter. I or watched maybe a you were bit, watching a okay. bit of it, yeah. But basically, he was, you know, naming XYZ players who are better than Steph Curry all time. And some of the list, fine. But then he throws out Bill Walton. Yeah. What are we talking who, about here? Basically, had a two year peak before his career went in, went in the toilet because of injuries. Mm-hmm. Love Bill Walton in many facets, and he was very good in college. He was very good for uh, you know the before he had injuries. But hey, another hot take: now. not so not so good at announcing. You know, I, if if he had the other rest of the list, it's still they, I'm sure they still would have had their typical argument. But throwing mm. Bill Walton on there, it's That's like just, oh, you're uh, just trying to go viral uh, now. You're is just that, trying to is go that viral. who I'm is that who I'm thinking of? Who's generally like just really brash on the on the broadcast is Bill Walton. He's uh, the Pac-12. He he does Pac-12 games that like he's always blazed out of his mind basically yeah maybe maybe it's not i wonder who i was listening yeah, maybe it is him i don't know but there was somebody i was listening to back during college basketball and i mean it was every play they no, were just bill b- walton belittling on every single thing so it probably wasn't bill walton, bill I can't walton think who you have to be drunk and or stoned to enjoy a bill walton broadcast and <laughs> uh, yeah just all over the map uh yeah, he's yeah. he's he's on hallucinogens <laughs> half the time, and it's not an exaggeration. It, like, <laughs> I gotta tune into that more often. I uh, I guess it is a commonly known thing, but uh, I gotta pick up on that a little more often. Yeah, listen do. to some more Walton broadcasts. He, he they had him. I don't know what connection was made, but they had him on a White Sox broadcast. I think in 2019, 2018 or 19, and it was, mm. and he's not really, uh, you know, too keen on the old baseball, right? And uh, that was even even more of a shit show. Yeah, and just it was, talking it, nonsense. The yeah, whole time. and like I said, you have to be <laughs> drunk and or stoned to enjoy it. And uh, if you're not, and it's too early in the day, because I'll have I've I've had tweets this year where it was like a 5 p.m. or even an afternoon game, and I'm just like, dude, it is too early for Bill Walton right now. <laughs> It's too early. He has to be stuffed at, at least at eight eight p.m. Central time because typically it's like nine. You know the late, late, late games, and right. then and then you know you're either half asleep or you're half in the bag, and it's right. and it's a good time. But <laughs> Bill Walton rant. There you go. But like I we said, know we were going throw, down that rabbit hole, <laughs> throwing him on that list and saying that he's better. Like you're just trying. You're just yeah. asking. You're, you're just okay. I, how am I going to go viral today? I'm yeah. gonna t- I'm gonna say that Bill Walton was better than Steph Curry. It's like, hey, how are you even going to compare a dude yeah. that played in the late 70s and 80s? Yeah, to right now, to somebody who's averaging 40 points a game right now in April. Like, come on, what are we? Three-time champ. Oh, yeah, whatever. Keep yeah, doing your yeah. thing, Skip. Keep getting paid Skip. your millions and billions and do what you got to do. I want Skip. my restitution. I want my Skip. restitution. <laughs> I love Shannon Sharp, man. He, he's uh, he's one of the national treasures. We need to uh, protect Shannon Sharp. <laughs> and at he wasn't all even costs. like trying to defend Steph Tooth and Nail. He because they were saying like something like, "Is he top ten of all time?" And he's like, "I, I mean, I got him like twelve, thirteen, but you're saying oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, skip." Like he wasn't even mad about this uh-huh. one. He didn't even know what the hell to say. <laughs> it was so so but caught that's off. Why, that's why sports media drives me nuts sometimes. Because yeah. half the time it's just like, all right gets the people going. How do we, uh, yeah, gets the people going. Gets the people going, And most of the time it's like, what? These guys are crazy stupid. Right. But you're you're reacting to it. Right. And you're not going to, yeah. And that's why they make the millions and you sit on your couch, my friend. But hey, 
no uh no harm no foul <laughs> keep doing your keep doing your thing over there bayless whatever you got to do man so hey there's your nba there's a little bit of nhl mlb what the hell we got rolling uh not a whole lot still early in the season yeah, it's, it's rolling uh cunha the big man the big name uh dealing with a little bit of an abdominal strain right now uh you got your man um who Eli- just went on the il for you for the uh, Sox? I mean, Eloy's out for most of the Eloy, season. Well, yeah, Lance Lynn's on Lance a 10-day. Lynn, Lance Lynn 10 is who day. I was thinking of. Uh, Moustakis, Mike Moustakis, just went on the 10-day IL for the Reds. Uh, so that's definitely a hurt to their lineup. It uh, Not a whole Tati's lot. Tati's back in action, yeah, though. Tati's that's awesome back to in see, action, man. Yeah, when I that was, shit happened, I thought he was out for it didn't look good. two months at least. It didn't look good, man. So good to see him back rocking and rolling. Uh, looked like he has fully regained form and uh, hasn't skipped a single beat the whole time. Uh yeah, not uh not a whole lot rocking and rolling out of MLB man. I, I can't I, really, you know, yeah, we're getting man, the wheels we're getting, turning. We're getting the wheels turning. That's about all you can say on that. But let me ask you this: mm-hmm. How motherfucking juiced are you for this weekend? And what we got coming up? What do we got coming up? Oh, <laughs> jeez, I don't know. Only the biggest freaking event since the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus <laughs> okay. Christ. It is yeah. UFC two sixty one. Coming back live and in the flesh, man. I Humanity's mean, coming back. <laughs> Humanity's you, coming back. You've put uh, pretty lofty expectations. Yeah, on this I know. Shit. I know that is pretty lofty expectations. But I, I believe that our Lord and Savior is going to bless okay. this matchup because Street Jesus is going to be in there. there so he go. obviously has to. Okay. So it's going to bless this matchup, and it's going to be one of the most epic events. Dana White has already announced that fans don't have to wear masks. They're getting absolutely fucking ruckus the whole time. We have the matchup between Usman and Maz. I was going Usman Masvidal (laughs) at the same time because I'm so excited about it. I can't wait to see it. You all remember if you watched the first fight on Fight Island, our man Jorge Masvidal took the fight on six days notice. Of course, Usman has been saying ever since that's his built-in excuse. He's all we can say that. And hey, all, shut all props to the 170 champ. He is undisputed for a reason. Yep. Kamaru is a bad, bad man. He is very he bad. He is man. a bad fucking man. So it is going to be a scrap. But as I was saying, if you remember the clip from the first fight at the end, Jorge popped up right off the mat and got right in his face and said that was on six days notice. We're running it back. Right off the bat. And that's just, that's the epitome of alpha male fighter. Like, and a, and another thing, I was, I am just a fanboy when it comes to the countdowns. I never mm-hmm. miss a countdown. Mm-hmm. Jorge was saying in there, he just leaned back in his chair and he goes, you know, I have to say that Usman is one of the weakest punchers I've ever faced in my life. He has some of the softest hands that I've ever felt, and I will stick by that from a, to my grave. And just kept going on and on about. I don't that. know, man. Those jabs uh, those, against Gilbert Burns, he's, man. He's a champion because of his jabs. He's a ja- he's a champion because those of his jabs, jabs and his man. uncanny ability to jab with power, both out of his right and left hand, mm-hmm. because he can switch stances without even thinking about it. He doesn't have to think about switch feet. He can flow right in between it. Before you know it, he's in your face in southpaw. He's got you backing up around the other side of the cage, and now he's on you unorthodox. Yeah, you can't. You can't get away from that. Well, I'm interested to see uh, that first fight against Masvidal. He really brought out the old foot stops. Yeah, he did. And you know, his game plan in that one was just stalemate. It yeah. was honestly stalemate. They mm-hmm. did. They started. They came out swinging and banging, and I think Usman felt felt his power. I think right. Usman felt Masvidal's power and was like, oh, shit, okay, six, six days rest. Okay, champ, let's wrestle this motherfucker. Let's get the belt back around our waist, and we'll live to fight another day. Right. And that was the game plan. I mean, I'm sure Trevor Whitman told him that exact thing when he went back to the corner. Can you tell how fucking excited I am about this? I'm even talking about cornerman. I'm so excited <laughs> about this damn matchup. Uh, Trevor Whitman's one of the best in the damn game, though. It's a top, top, top coach. And he actually has another fighter fighting on this card. Rose Nama Yunus mm-hmm. going up against... Why am I blanking? Oh, Zhang Wei Li yeah, for uh, the strawweight strap. That is correct. Strawweight. Yeah, that uh, I, I believe they're strawweight. Yep. That yeah, sounds yeah. right. Yeah, that's the banging division. So yeah, uh, Trevor Whitman is actually coaching two fighters uh, on really? this on this card. And 
so be it the main and co-main or uh yeah it is the main and yeah, co-main yeah, yeah. so that is uh absolutely awesome for trevor i think that's setting some type of history or re- or no it's not some type of history i know a couple other coaches yeah but he's gonna have that different mindset with those two fighters like that's just absolutely awesome that should be a scrap and a half rose looks to be all the way back after that scary scary knockout against um uh nama Yun- or andrage who is actually fighting the third fight on the main card Andraz versus Shevchenko you know I want to get juiced up for that fight I really really do I just think that Shevchenko is way too damn dominant to to be defeated now Andraz she is how do you say Brazilian tough and Brazilian tough is a whole nother level of tough right they are some crazy sons of bitches and the brazilians have always ran the ufc no question so i think she might be one of the first ones that can take valentina all the way five rounds take her the distance do i think she will do enough to even scratch or sniff the surface of a split decision or uh, not anything outside of a unanimous hell no hell no no you think this goes a distance sorry if you said that a second ago yeah yeah i i i think it does I I don't know if if Andrade does her usual because she's way smaller. She's a smaller right. fighter by a Four m- million shorter. Yeah, so she's gonna have to play the get in tight, get in that phone booth. Let's <sighs> let's murder it out. And that is a game you don't want to play with Valentina no. Shevchenko because once again she's a champion because of her uncanny ability to switch between stances and be fluid throughout the entire time. And she sees six strikes in advance. She sets you up with one strike. If you watch some of her, um, some of her replays as well as like they have the uh, oh, it's on ESPN Plus. I un, uh, not unchained. No, uh, no, no. Something like that. Uh, Where no, Daniel, detail, detail, detailed. Yeah, the, that's a great series. And how they break that down. I mean, she she sets up feints to set up other feints to set up a head kick to send you into the next fucking dimension Mm -hmm. i mean her level is is unbelievable all those russian fighters are just coming in waves and storms and you just can't bet against them so um needless to say that should be an absolutely solid matchup i haven't uh dove too deep into the rest of the card did you have it pulled up over there partner i sure uh, do you got uriah hall chris weidman we talked about that we talked about that yep um yeah i mean these three title fights as far as betting odds you got Usman and Shevchenko both as minus 420 favorites. Yeah. And then uh, Zhang Weili is minus 190. Okay. So, you know, you know, giving, uh, giving Rose some type of chance there. Yeah, Yeah, for but sure. the rest of the card, rest of the card is not the same story. You got some decent, uh, decent, like, tight odds, I mean, here. Yeah. Uh, Uriah Hall, plus 100, Weidman, minus What's the fifth fight on the main event? Anthony Smith, Jimmy Crute. Oh, Jimmy Crute. Crute. Yeah, yeah. He's uh he's a he's a really good fighter, and so is Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith, everybody thought he was on his way out, he and was, then all of a sudden yeah. he <laughs> he fucking turned it on. The old Lionheart dug deep and found his Lionheart once again, and he's been scrapping for the yep. last couple fights. He's uh come away with a couple real clean, good victories. And yeah, he's I, had some close losses, but yeah. man, he's been and, uh, well I bet against him when he's uh, I bet against him when he has hit this uh turnaround streak here. I thought he was on his way out of the UFC. I thought that was it for for my man and uh no i uh stand corrected keep rocking and rolling anthony you are murdering shit right now yeah oh my goodness not that he'll ever hear this or maybe he will who knows who knows maybe he's a loyal listener we'll see well yeah jimmy crew 12 and one career yeah. record jimmy crew sick first he's sick, uh man. F- sorry not first pay-per-view second pay-per-view fight mm. um but he, yeah he's won his last two fights here so yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll yeah. see. It, it, that should be a scrap and a half. That main card Fruit's should be... Fruit's actually favored then. Yeah. Oh, boy. I might take uh, Lionheart uh, as a dog. Plus 165 but, for Anthony Smith. Mm, well, okay, yeah. No, I won't. That's <laughs> that's scary line odds. Those are those are not good. Uh, but yeah, we'll definitely have some bets for you guys. Uh, I'll probably dish out my usual parlay. The other one I missed by two legs uh, to, uh, last week. So I'm uh, going to try and dig deep on those, get you guys a prelim parlay and a main card parlay so we can have a little bit of fun. Uh, FanDuel Sportsbook actually gives you insurance up to 25 bucks if all of them hit except one. So we'll definitely play that bad boy on there. Um, but yeah, getting juiced up, getting strapped in. We will definitely dive deep into that card 
hard on Friday's pod for some picks and for a segment and into this uh, banter hour outside of our usual picks. So uh, definitely get prepared and get juiced for that. Outside of that, my man, anything else you got? Burning on the heart, burning on the brain, questioning before I send these folks off with some motivation minutes for today. I don't think so. I think we, uh, you know, exhausted just about everything that we've got going yeah. on here. I think we did as well. Uh, well, let's let's go ahead and wrap this bad boy up. Pa- wrap it up. Paper or plastic? Plastic. <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up. It's a wrap. Paper or plastic. <laughs> Put Do-dum. me on the spot. Uh, so for today's motivation minutes, my friends, I uh, wanted to share something that um, somebody who I really look up to, and I've mentioned it before, uh, a message that he shares quite often. And that is Inky Johnson. And he shares a message of, and I kind of wanted to give a little additional perspective on that for you guys today and kind of maybe allow you to research it a little on your own. But he gives a perspective on don't let the results of a situation determine your effort. And he says it in some different ways, but don't let your results or the results of a certain situation determine your effort. What does that mean? It means that just because you gave all of your effort towards that promotion or towards getting that new job or towards getting that next vehicle or whatever situation that you're trying to achieve something, you, you have this set vision in your mind, in your, in your heart that this is what it's supposed to look like. And then you get to the end and it's nothing like you imagined at all. And it's actually might be something a little bit different than uh, what what you had actually wanted. And it might not always be really what you wanted, and you might not even like it at all. But you can't allow that to impact your effort going forward. Everything is a learning process. Everything happens for a reason, as cliche as that sound, and it's put into your life to help you apply that lesson and that opportunity into the next lesson and opportunity right life is just a series of those and the faster that you realize that that everything that you're currently going through is preparing you for the next thing that you're about to go through and if you take a moment to realize what you're going through and think back to what you have been through that's helping you overcome this current situation it will all make sense right it is so incredibly easy when you put in a shitload of effort to grind and grind and grind and go and go and go and then the result might be a failure right but here's the deal there are no failures there are no oh man i guess that's it that's a wrap that's done there's no more to this one there's always that lesson there's always that chance to okay what can i take from this to help me be successful when i pivot and try the next thing. It's never throw it away and, oh, everything's a failure and, oh, I'm no good and I can never catch a break. That's all horse shit. Mm -hmm. I'm here to tell you that right now. Mm -hmm. You have the ability, as long as you keep putting in the effort, you will see the results. They may not be where you want them or what you think they should be, but I promise they are meant for you and they are what you are supposed to have at that time. Mm -hmm. It's the hardest thing in the world to accept that but the faster you do, the easier this thing called life gets to live. Right. I got a whole lot other than that, my friend. Uh, I challenge you folks to uh, check out the Inky Johnson uh, speeches, uh, I guess little clips or whatever you want to kind of type in on YouTube, but um, just his clips on don't let your uh, the results impact your effort. Right. He tells a, a really, really, really good story um, about him and his son being on a four-wheeler. And uh, I won't ruin the whole deal, but essentially comes to a situation where mommy is freaking out. Daddy has the opportunity to either act now and show his son that regardless of what just happened, we can keep driving on and hammering on. Or I can let this situation be where it is and have him scarred for life. Right. And the way he lays it out is just so beautiful and perfect, and it applies to every every other area. And Inky is, golly, he's such an amazing, amazing motivational speaker, and his message is 
is bar none. There's there's hardly yeah. anybody that does it like him. Man. Yeah, I haven't dove too far into him, but I you know ever since you and I have been talking about him, or you told me about it, excuse me, ever since you have told me about him, <laughs> I've been following him on Twitter, and I really really love everything that he has to say and the message that he yeah. has to pour out. Yeah, he's the shit, man. I I absolutely love him, and uh, if he is uh, ever listening to this or happens to scroll through the uh, Talking the Line pod, uh, thank you for liking some of my moments i mm-hmm. i wow every once in a while you know i'll throw just a thought out there or retweet and give my own perspective on something he said and 99 percent of the time he likes it yeah. and it's just like okay that's that's awesome that's yeah. uh, that's that's getting a message out there and since something that's not uh not all too common in this world we're living in nowadays my friend and, not quite and any motivation inspiration anything i can give hey i'm here for that and uh if you ever need an ear you listen to this and uh this just kind of went on my heart but if you need to talk the dms are open and my cell phone lines are open we don't bite anytime got your back got your back but that are my motivation minutes that that are those are my motivation <laughs> minutes of the day don't let the results determine your effort Mr. Magnuson, thank you for helping me steer this ship of bets along the uh, river of cashing the fuck out uh, all uh, all episode long here. I can't uh, thank you enough for your support and help. As always. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers far and wide. For me and Mags, you might know us as the TTL crew, but soon you will know us as much more. We can't thank you enough for taking a few brief moments out of your day to kick it with us and cash some doggone tickets and hammer in some bets. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Wednesday unless you have other plans. Let's cash some tickets.